Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Daily Home Edits Summer Series. I'm the editor of Home Beautiful, Sarah Berman, and over the summer, we are looking back at some of the best episodes from 2019. We wanted to reshare this conversation with favourite fellow podcaster and interior designer Lauren Keenan as she talks to us about how she got her start and what a dream home means to her. She sat down with Features Editor Holly Byrne. I hope you enjoy their chat. Welcome to the studio, Lauren. Thanks so much for having me, Holly. Such a pleasure to have you in. Now, I really wanted to chat to you about your journey and how you got to where you are today. Mm-hmm. When did you first get into interior styling? Well, professionally only about five years ago, but um, in hindsight, when I was a lot younger, actually, my mum used to be one of those mums that you'd come home from school and she will have changed around the whole house. Furniture would be moved from one side of the room to the other, um, including our bedrooms. And then as I got older, even as a teenager, I started to do the same thing myself. So it was a bit of a Sunday afternoon tradition, change around the bedroom, um, you know, give the space a new lease on life. And I think that's where I kind of got the bug initially. And so it's always been there. Yes. But professionally, you started off in journalism, is that right? I did, yeah. I actually studied journalism um, at Canberra Uni. Oh, wow. And I graduated there in the late 90s, which sounds like a really long time ago. <laughs> um, and initially, when I finished uni, I went and got a job for a niche publishing um, house. And they had a lot of magazines that were around homes and building and renovation. And they were the publications that I got to write for. Amazing. So you already had that natural interest. Was there anything about that space that really drew you in? Look, um, as a 22-year-old, it was kind of crazy. Like I'd just get sent a set of these photos of this amazing house and some info from the owners or from the builder and then I'd have to write a story about, you know, how they built this house and what the style was and where the inspiration came from. So I think it was about, yeah, drawing together all those those different looks into something that told a story. And then... From there, talk me through your journey from working for that niche publishing house to where you are today. What else have you been doing? Well, when I left there, I got the travel bug and I moved to London, as most sort of 20-something Australians do. And when I was in London, I got into marketing, basically. I couldn't get a job as a journalist over there. So I got into marketing, um, stayed in marketing for about 12 years, really, even when I came back to Australia, um, did a variety of different roles for different types of companies Always still had an interest in design though, did short courses, um, I did a floristry course, I did an interior decorating, like eight-week course, which is a great way to find out if something that you're interested in as a hobby could be a job. And then, yeah, about six years ago, I was at a career crossroads and thought, I can't do this anymore. I can't go to an office anymore and I can't, I just can't do it. So that's when I decided to go and do some study and I did that at TAFE and then started my own business doing styling. Wow. And how did you first start getting clients and really getting dug into it? 
initially it was family and friends basically and word of mouth. So to start with, I would do things for free. I'd just offer to go and help. I'd go shopping with them or I'd come over and we'd do that Sunday afternoon, move the furniture around kind of situation. And then eventually as word of mouth kind of built up, that's when I started it in more of a business capacity. Amazing. And are you super busy now? I am super busy and um, it's great because I've got sort of a lot of things on the go. I can come and chat with people like you. I've got my own podcast. I've got my clients. So it's a really nice mix. Have you had any big career highlights in terms of your interior decorating and styling clients? I think one of the highlights for me was I worked with some great clients on a beach house in Newcastle, which was just... Who doesn't love a beach house? Amazing. Um, It was a new build, so it was a knockdown rebuild. And I got to work with them to choose all the finishes for the whole house. What a dream. Where do you start with something like that? Um, I always like to start with a mood board. So I like to make sure that I'm on the same page stylistically as the client because they've probably got a vision in their head for how they think their house is going to look when it's finished. And I've got my vision. So we need to make sure that we are both on the same page. So start there. It's just a bunch of inspirational images, maybe a few colour suggestions, but nothing sort of concrete. You know, we're not necessarily doing this, but this is the look. And then once we get signed off on that, I start going out visiting suppliers and collecting samples and bring it all together to make sure that it's cohesive and it's going to flow well throughout the whole house. Amazing. Have you had any clients who have had a really different vision or style that's been hard to get on board for you or to get your head around? Or do you kind of attract like-minded people in terms of style? Um, Look, everybody has their own style. And I think when you're a design professional, you have to um, be respectful that it's their house at the end of the day. And of course, I'm going to put my own little stamp on it because I obviously have a signature style as well. But they've got to live there. They've got to love it. It's their house. I'm not going to give them something that they don't love at the end of the day. Of course. So, but yes, sometimes you think, oh, I wouldn't necessarily do it this way, but I know the client will love this. So this is how I'm going to work it in for them. The sign of a true professional. You have to be. (laughs) Speaking of style, how would you describe your own personal signature style in your home? My home is very relaxed Australian. And I know that's quite a broad term, but kind of Aussie mixed with California. So quite breezy, um, Lots of light colours. I live in an apartment, so I don't want anything that feels too heavy when I close the door at the end of the day. Um, Lots of natural textures, so linen, um, oak finishes, little splashes of colour here and there, but um, definitely that sort of light and bright, breezy feeling. Amazing. It sounds divine. We we like it. (laughs) I'm a bit biased. What do you think of the term dream home? I'm sure you have a lot of people coming to you building their dream home Mm -hmm. or aiming for their dream home. What does that term mean to you? How do you define that? I think the thing about the term dream home is that it means something different to everybody. What I consider a dream home is probably very different to what you consider a dream home. But I think for me, whatever the aesthetic is, a dream home has to be the perfect blend of form and function. So it's no good if it looks amazing, but you can't use it or the furniture is really uncomfortable or vice versa. It's purely function and it just looks awful. You need to have that perfect blend. And to me, that's what makes a dream home. On that note, just finally, mm-hmm. tell me what is the most satisfying part about what you do? Ooh, there's a lot, but I would say it's the transformation process. So 
um, definitely that before and after feeling. Um, and sometimes a transformation might be a whole room full of new furniture and in other times it might just be a change around of the furniture or a few little bits and pieces that can create the transformation. But also it's a transformation of the clients. So quite often I meet with people and they're feeling really frustrated initially and they don't like their home. It hasn't worked out. They've had a go, but it's just not not right. So once we've finished all the work and I come back and we style it up, you know, they feel transformed because they get to use a space in a completely new way and they're happy and they love it. And so it's sort of transformation on two fronts there. And I think that's the most satisfying part. Okay. I lied when I said finally. I have one more question. <laughs> Go for it. Is there a space that you have created that is like your favourite, absolute favourite space? Honestly, I think it would be my own because that's I've put my, my heart and soul knowing what my dream home is um, and how me and my husband would like to live and sort of we've cre- I've created that just for us. So I think that's my favourite space because it's the most me. That's a lovely sentiment. What's your favourite room in your home that you've um, Definitely my living room. Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. What is it about your living room? Because it's just being in an apartment, it's the space at the end of the day where we sit down to relax. And whilst it is an apartment and we do have a TV on the wall, I've got lots of other little nooks that have interesting little pieces that draw the eye, um, you know, a great artwork or a little selection of little vignette of trinkets, um, you know, just interesting little pockets to look at. And um, yeah, I, I just love sitting down at the end of the day on the sofa and, and kicking back and thinking that I've created this for myself. Well, it sounds like a beautiful place to come home to every day. Thank you so much for joining me in the studio today. Thanks, Holly. That's a wrap today for the Daily Home Edit. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Catch you tomorrow. Bye. tired to clean your floors after playtime forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over let eufy x10 pro omni help powerful 8000 pa suction removes debris and mop master dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease save time and keep your floors cleaner want to know more go to eufy.com that's e-u-f-y.com and discover x10 pro omni the best in class all-in-one robot vacuum for only 799 dollars